0: Hello and welcome to a VO's Journey podcast. My name is Anthony Pika. This show is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business and sidestep all the crazy things that I seem to step on. It is September 16th. It is a Wednesday and I am thrilled to be coming to you. Uh, What an amazing amazing September. It's been so far, and we're only halfway through. Today, I want to talk to you about Upwork, actually, and go through what's happening with me and this beginning that I am embarking on to learn more and make some money through Upwork. All right, let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. So it is great to be coming back to you. I was talking to some people yesterday just about the journey of the podcast, and I'm... Just blown away looking back at all of you and your amazing support, and the fact that we've documented <laughs> so much two years of a, a person's voiceover journey, and it really is incredible. I, I I'm blown away by it, and again, I'm so thankful for all of you. Today, I want to talk to you about Upwork. So you know, I'm I'm a Fiverr guy. I love Fiverr. Fiverr is rolling. This month has been an incredible month on Fiverr for me, but I'm always interested, like I say, to venture out to other platforms. I think it's really important for all of us to do that so we're not stuck depending on one place. And Upwork is another website that is really showing a lot of traffic. A lot of people are posting jobs on there. I'm starting to see a lot of other people be successful. So, you know, I wanted to jump in and get on Upwork. I have a student, uh, her name, it, well, I, I have a couple of students, but. Angela Olfest kind of got me kicked off on trying to move forward on Upwork because she was being very successful. And then I have another student, and her name is... Teresa and Teresa helped me out the other day, actually, and getting some things put together on Upwork. She did an amazing job, and lo and behold, I, you know, I had I had filled out some of it, but she helped me through on some things to actually get out a a proposal to people. So basically, how Upwork uh, works, (laughs) Upwork works, is that there are people who have a job and may go on to the site Upwork and may post that job we as freelancers we go on there search for jobs that we'd be interested like voiceover And when we find that job, we go ahead and post a proposal. We send a proposal to the client who's offering the job. They review the proposal. If they like what they see or they want more information, they will contact us. And in the end, if they decide to work with us, they send us a contract. We do the work. We deliver it through Upwork. They uh, can, you know, they can review it. Then they sign off on it, and then it goes into a queue, you know, to an an um, an escrow. To be, uh, you know, delivered to us via our accounts, whether it's PayPal or bank account, etc. Uh, so that that's how Upwork is working at the moment. Uh, you need actual tokens or credits if you will to actually use the site they give you 20 free but you got to pay for more there's like a 14.95 a month fee if you get 70 credits and most proposals are between two to four credits so it's really worth it especially if you send a couple of da- a couple a day i yesterday i started uh doing it i sent a couple yesterday I sent 3 and I got $200 worth of um uh, worth of jobs. I got two different jobs and they were both were $100 a piece and they were both for about 300 words a piece. So I was very pleased with that and those were free credits. Now something interesting that Upwork did though is I got a message from them saying I needed to verify that I was a real person and I was who I said I was. So they wanted a picture of my driver's license and on top of that, which that's not actually irregular because I've had to do that for some other sites like Fiverr has asked for Fiverr asked for that now too in different scenarios. But they also, which is I found really interesting, they also wanted to talk to me live. They wanted to see me on a video call and talk to me live, so I I went through the process. I gave them, you know, a photo of my my driver's license, and then I connected with them and I spoke to them. They asked me three different questions about my account and you know the current client I was working with or whatever, and um, you know I you know of course I I passed or whatever, and they uh, give you a verified check mark that you've been verified uh as a real person <laughs> and the, you get like this blue check mark anyways i i thought that was very interesting because i've not i've not done that with any other site where i've had to actually verify by phone like by actually uh call with a live person i mean it was a there was a live person on the other end talking to me and looking at me through of a, uh a, a, through my camera on my phone so i thought that was pretty interesting so I did that and that all went through and so far, you know, Upwork is looking pretty good and I think it's a great place to dive into. Now I want to talk a little bit about, you know, the the kind of strategy that you want to apply, uh, you know, moving from Fiverr over to Upwork. So, you know, as I've talked about at length is you know when it comes to fiverr or any other platform you want to really fill out as much as humanly possible all over the the your profile whether it's you know the descriptions whether it's tags if it's different things that the that that they offer right um so like for example on upwork they, you have your offerings. There's a portfolio section where you can just upload videos or whatever you have, you know, from your portfolio of jobs you've done. There's another section, though, where they're offering new gigs. So, you know, because of Fiverr and the disruption of it, everybody is trying to offer gigs. Separate, So people could just go buy them right without having to contact back and forth. So um, Upwork is allowing three of those right now. So I uploaded three and basically all it is is, you know, just offerings. I had my normal American male voiceover. I had a podcast intro and outro and then I had a, a voice message and IVR one. And, you know, you fill out just, you know, how much it costs and, you know, a little bit about uh, there's tags there that you fill out. So anyways, I filled that out. And then, you know, there's the whole verification things where you go through your number and where you put in where your location is. I have to tell you, I'm I'm I actually like the fact that Upwork spent a lot of time really diving into where someone is, verifying who they are, making sure that these people, you know, like we are actually who we say say we are and not getting, you know, weird. I I will say from like a voiceover standpoint, you know, you're gonna get a voiceover. It's probably not as as a big deal per se as if you have somebody delivering another file other file types, you know, where they are Supposed to be someone and they're not who they say they are. Whereas for us, you know what I mean? It actually does work out well because it, it, it's a nice way to do away with people trying to, you know, be middlemen. You know what I mean? Where they're going on there offering a service and they're not really the person and they're going and buying it somewhere else and then upcharging here. You know what I mean? It's a nice way to cut off that middleman. Does that make sense? So there's not so so to make sure that the person who's offering the service is actually the person who's doing it now, not not paying someone else. Now, is that wrong? I don't. You know, I, I'm I'm all for using leverage, as you know. I'm a big person about leverage. I like to leverage OPM, OPT, other people's money, other people's time. But in this particular situation, I, I like what Upwork's done. I think it's pretty cool. Um, just because it makes me feel like it's more real. And, you know, and, and in a day and age where it's really hard to make sure that people are real online or who they say they are, you know what I mean? That's nice. Now, the other side of it is that, you know, you got to send them a picture of your driver's license and you got to meet them, you know, face to face on the phone. I think the meeting to face to face on the phone was not a big deal. But the driver's license thing is a big deal, right? Because you are giving them your your driver's license. But at the same time, you know, if you're talking about making hundreds of thousands of dollars, hopefully, right, with someone, you're going to have to give them information, right? And a good portion of that, too, is because, you know, there's got to be taxes involved and and legality, legal things involved. So I'm not too opposed to it uh, for for giving them my driver's license, a picture of my driver's license. But I can see where that could be a red flag for some people. But like I said, I did it for, um, for Fiverr. I had to do it for Fiverr. So I, I don't think that's too terribly an issue. And I think I had to do it for some other sites. I don't know whether it was People Per Hour or maybe Voice Jungle or Voice Voice Realm. I had to do it for some other places, too. So it's not just them. I mean, because you think about it. I mean, these places are going to be paying you tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars, hopefully, right? I mean, they got to have some legal information about you. So anyways, um, so that that was something that... I did. And, you know, I started yesterday. I had to fill that out today or do that stuff today with them. Now, they did say that if I didn't do it, then what would happen is that I would like my account after a few days, after 10 days or something would be suspended until i you know filled that stuff out so you know i i I made it a priority and i went ahead and and did it and it, it seems to have turned out fine and i've got this little blue check mark next to my my name now the one thing i haven't done yet on upwork is they do make you take a test uh that that says like you're ready or something and they do have levels on Upwork just like fiverr so you know i think there's rising talent there's, uh, let's see. I think there's, there's rising talent. There, let me see all the different. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so there's like, and then there's a top rated seller. There's verified top rated. There's, there's four different sections. I don't know them all. <laughs> that was awful. I don't know them all. I'm new to Upwork. Okay, give me a break. But I do know there's four different, uh, four different, um, uh, levels. You know, just like Fiverr has has really four different levels. They've got the first level where you're just starting out. Then they've got level one, level two, and then top rated seller. So you know, there's there's those different things there. And you know, as you go up, I think it you know the 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 stats or whatever is going to be, or how you reach those levels. Of course, I'm sure it's going to be based upon orders you've made, time that you've been on there, and also how much uh, money you've made. So, I mean, I think that's, you know, just normal. And as you are building, so the reason why I'm talking about this part now is because I do think it's important as always to really think about, you know, when you're just starting out on a platform, what is it that you want to accomplish and how, you know, what do you need to kind of, I'm not to use the word giveaway, but you know, what do you need to do in order to get yourself going on that platform? And now for me, you know, Upwork is a different kind of beast because you do have to actively go on there. However, I do think that the way of the proposals is nice because how my last couple jobs worked yesterday was I sent a proposal and they actually sent me a message back saying, hey, we really liked your because I just included my demo. And they said, we really liked your demo and we'd love for you to do a short sample Right. See, so you know I'm big against auditions, but I actually didn't mind this one because I thought this was a good opportunity to, you know, try it out, see if it works. So I did the audition and because they specifically came back to me, wanted to know my, wanted me to give them an audition. It wasn't a canned response, they're actually responding to me. Then I felt comfortable giving them an audition. But I think if it wasn't, you know, if 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 it was just me auditioning randomly like on voices.com or voice123, You know what I mean? I think I would feel kind of, you know, just not really okay to do it. Now, a couple other things, too. uh, And this was coming from Teresa, too, that she. Uh, that she gave me some advice on was one, you know, you want to make sure the people that you are are going to send a proposal to, they have verified payments, so they have verified their payment method. Also, you want to look for people when you're looking for jobs to pr- uh, send proposals to. You want to look for ones that are less than five. I think I sent one that was less than ten, but you don't want them over five or ten. I think once they get over that, you know. And it's just like auditions, right? I mean, I think that's the trouble with voices.com or voice one two three or some of the larger sites where you got to audition is that so many people audition that by the time you get there, it's it's so overwhelm that like they've been so overwhelmed by auditions that the likelihood that they're even going to listen to you is next to none, and then you're you you've wasted your time. You're frustrated. You don't know what's wrong with you. You think you know. We think we're the problem. When reality, they just didn't even listen to the vo- um to the audition because there was tons of people who sent in um sent in files. So I like this kind of setup better, and I do think that a good rule of thumb here would be to check this throughout the day. Do you know what I mean? Check throughout the day. There is a there is an option on here to look for only jobs in the U.S., but then, then you can also change that and look for jobs all across the world. There's going to be a lot more jobs, of course, across the world, uh, but I think the better paying jobs will be in the U.S., of course. But, you know, as always, this is a trial and error thing. I am definitely just beginning. I've only made a couple hundred dollars so far, but it's been a nice uh, change for me, because you know over the last 2 days i've had about 16 1700 dollars in orders from fiverr which is wonderful and again you may ask well, why do you even care about anything else well, the the whole point is, and I want you to know this too, we should never rely on just one site. And as you followed my journey, you know, if you go back and listen to other episodes, there's been time where Fiverr has not been as giving <laughs> as it is. You know, we have to look at this from a, to- like a year, like a, a total overview, not just one point in time. And you need to prepare yourself constantly for other things happening you know who knows tomorrow something might happen to fiverr's algorithm or fiverr gets hacked and they got to shut down for a day or two and it gets all messed up and you imagine if all of your business is coming directly from fiverr you know what i mean you are in deep trouble right because if then it all goes away what are you going to do so i do think it's really important in fact i think it's 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 super important to focus on getting yourself set up in other places. Not just Fiverr, so that you can earn money no matter what happens. if one place over here goes down, you still got all these places up here doing well and vice versa, et cetera, et cetera. okay. So I'm really liking upwork. I'm really liking what I'm seeing and thank you, Teresa uh, for for helping me yesterday. I thought that was really cool. Uh, and yeah, i'm I'm excited to see what happens and dive further into this. I've been adding more things. Of course, I'm I'm swamped with everything else, but adding it into your, your, your daily routine shouldn't be that big of an issue since you can have templates and, you know, since you can have your own templates and, you know, check quickly on things throughout the day to see if there's some nice jobs uh, that you can submit to and then go from there. So anyways, thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope that this uh, episode gets you kind of thinking about Upwork and if you're on there, semi on there, you kind of are and you're kind of not. Most people I talk to, they're like, well, I'm kind of on Upwork. Work, but I'm not really doing anything on Upwork or I signed up, but I've got to do right because you got to do things right. Or you signed up and they made you do the verification thing like they made me and you didn't do it. And then your account suspended and waiting, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I understand. But I would really get set up on it because, you know, listen, I mean, I proved you can make I mean, I made a couple hundred dollars in one day yesterday. So, you know, it's clearly doable, to make money on this site. And uh, it was pretty easy. I mean, you know, I'm not saying all jobs will not be like that will be pretty easy, but it was uh, a nice, again, uh, reprieve from making money uh, only in one site to be able to make money on another site. Now, of course, I do make money on other sites. I've got, I made about a couple hundred dollars over the last two or three days from Voice Jungle. Now, that's a site that you have to submit to, it's a free site to join, but they have to accept you and it's a very small limited roster it took me about a year to get on I'm not saying it would for you but literally took me a year and then finally I had to call them and bother, bug them about it and they finally agreed to take a look and then they finally got me on there so it takes about <laughs> so that's one thing Voice Realm you know I get a little bit here or there from Voice Realm I make a couple thousand I've made thousands and th- I-, I will say that I've made probably about five or six thousand dollars from that site over the last year over this year and I spent $250. So, you know, that's not a bad return on investment if you think about it. And a lot of it has become direct bookings from people that I auditioned for in the past, and they came back and continue to work with me. So that's always nice. Um, and of course, I've had a slew recently of private customers. So there's been a lot of voiceover work that's coming in right now. But, you know, on top of that, of course, coaching has been blowing up. And and as you know, or you might not know, we're doing a lot of demos. We're really growing and and doing offering a lot more, you know, just... Um, Expertise with our production team for our demo services. So, you know, hey, if you're looking for a demo, don't be afraid to check us out. I'll put a link down below in the description of the podcast, and you can always go to avosjourney.com and check out the demo services there. But, you know, there's just lots of things happening and it's exciting. But I think for all of us, Upwork is definitely a place that is highly trafficked. And you know how I always say you got to get on at least five to 10 websites. Well, those websites also really need to be highly trafficked websites, right? Because it does no good to get on a website that you get. There's just nothing ever happens. So Upwork is an extremely, extremely highly trafficked site. It is a publicly traded company like Fiverr. So I mean, you know, we this is a big company, and you know, that brings stability, and that's what we're looking for in this day and age, right? It's an online agency. It brings stability. So. I recommend giving it a shot, all right? Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate your time as always. If you get a chance, share this, and don't be afraid to leave a review on iTunes if you like. Other than that, thank you guys as always. Have a wonderful week. I will talk to you soon. Peace.